L-O-P in the building. My life been a movie, I should have filmed it. Nicely with the pen game, pops taught me to spit game. Get your cameras ready, we heavy catch when I'm in frame. Product, opinionated, but I'm coming through smooth with it. I be kicking back, you could Google it. Bring a block to the booth, he the truth, just another lane lock. I'm a Crown Heights legend, still repping the same block. Whoa. You are now listening to the Life of Product podcast. Gia, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. You're now locked into the Life of Product podcast. This is episode 34. Shouts out to the people that rocked with episode 33. Episode 33 was titled You Are Not a Loser. I had to really come through and drop some gems on you guys. Real talk. Shouts out to the people. That's rocking with episode 29. Episode 29, for some reason, is very special to y'all. All of these are special to me, but you know what? It was titled Motivational Reup, and a lot of y'all really needed a motivational reup. A lot of y'all always weekly hit me up on my DMs on Instagram. Y'all hit my email. Y'all always giving me your testimonies and, and, and coming to me for advice or just to talk the vent and tell me about the things that you guys are going through in life. And guess what? I've been through a lot of that shit. I have family and friends that been and have all going through some of that stuff that you guys are going through. So a lot of that stuff touches close to home for me. So when I drop these episodes, I'm not just dropping these episodes just to get on here and just talk shit. I'm not doing it. I'm doing it for a reason. I'm doing it for y'all. I'm doing it for myself. This is my therapy. You understand what I'm saying? It's helping me. And I wanted to help you guys as well. But this is episode 34. Episode 34 is titled, What Are You Training For? We we have all been through a training process. Everything everything is preparation. We're all we've all done something and planned for something. But have you ever really asked yourself what are you training for? Some of y'all just be winging it and shit. You know what I mean? Which I, I've winged it before. But you know there was also something at the end of it. Um, we are, we're all training for something, and you know why? We see our end goal. There's an end goal to everything. If you if you train and prepare pro- properly, there is an end goal. And the funny thing is, like I said, some of y'all be winging it. Um, they wing it and may not fully see what they're training for. They might not fully see what they're training for in the beginning. Um, I've been working out a lot lately. As a lot of y'all that follow me on social media, you guys see it or what. Now, I've always worked out pretty much my whole life, but as of lately, I kind of set goals for myself and I, I I saw my end goal and I see, and I'm almost there. And you know why I'm doing this is because I'm getting older. I'm getting older and I want to I want to basically have a head start on that old age health. <laughs> if, if, oh, man, I hate to use the word old age. It scares the fuck out of me, man. But no, I want to have a start. I want to have a start on it. I, I know a lot of older people that didn't do this, and it didn't really end so good for them. You, you know, it, it, ah, shit is bad. They, they ha- they're on all kinds of medicine, uh, diabetes, overweight, all kinds of things like that. Mind you, as a black man, none of that is far-fetched. It can still happen. It can still happen, but why not try to prevent it now? Why not get a head start on everything? So with me, um, I lost 21 pounds. 21 pounds. I went from 246 to 225 is what I weighed today. And originally, my goal was 10 pounds. I wanted to lose 10 pounds. Lost the 10 pounds. Boom, knocked out another five after that. So I said, you know what? Let me go some more. Let me do another five. I ended up doing another six. My goal now is to hit 220. That is my goal is 220. Now, mind you, when I had the 246, I wore it properly, but I like where I'm at now. I see myself shredding now. I see myself shredding more. You know what I'm so with me talking about getting older and and working out, don't get it twisted. I I I've met 
older people, and I know older people, people that drink, smoke their whole fucking life and still live the long life. You are blessed and lucky for that because that don't happen to a lot of them. You know, a lot of them catch cancer. They have kidney problems. They have liver problems. Look, yo, my, look, I drink. I drink uh, 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 occasionally. You know what I mean? It's not something I do every day. It's not something I do every week, but I drink on occasion socially and things like that. I don't want to have bad livers and kidneys and shit from vodka and, and when I get older, you know what I mean? Now, listen, I, I got a lot of homies y'all hitting that Haney bottle or whatever cognac bottle y'all hitting. Y'all doing that shit every single Saturday. And it's cool now. It's cool now, but you really need to live in moderation because when you don't live in moderation and you overdo it, when that shit hits you, it's going to be like a train wreck. It's going to be like a train wreck. It, it, ain't, it ain't just your liver you got to worry about. You got to worry about your heart, too. That shit passes your heart. It pat you up, da, 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 passes your heart when it goes down. Once you drink that shit, it goes down there. I've known older people who have had heart problems because they drank their whole life. They were not working out. They were getting no cardio, none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Look, my, my grandfather drank and smoked his whole life. He lived a very, very long life, very long life. Shouts out to him. May he rest in peace. But you know, everything catches up with you at a certain point. And like I said, cardio, yo, listen, cardio is the cardio and eating right are the key factors that helped me lose 21 pounds. Yeah, I, I hit the weights. You know what I mean? I like to look good. I like muscles. I like the bong bong. I like the shoulders and shit. But ultimately, cardio and eating right is what got me to where I'm at. And I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Cardio saves lives. It does. Cardio saves lives. Instead of sitting on that couch watching Netflix, I get my ass up. I get on a treadmill and I put my phone on the treadmill and I watch Netflix. That's right. I, I treadmill and I Netflix and treadmill. Is that a Netflix and chill? <laughs> I Netflix and treadmill. And I'm not I'm not saying this to um to brag to y'all. Not at all. But uh part of the training process is like this, right? It shouldn't be all work, it shouldn't be all sweat, it shouldn't be all grind. Part of the training process should bring you happiness. And this is this is something that we all fall short in. We all fall short, fall short in this. When when we're in that training process, we're in that grind, we get so caught up in the grind. We don't get caught up in the end game. We don't we don't enjoy the process. I was guilty of this at a certain point. At a certain point, I was guilty of this. And I, I remember when I first started going back to the gym, I was living in Queens and things like that. I was getting off work at like 1.30, 2.30 in the morning. I was going to the gym, the, 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 the one at the end of Jamaica Avenue, right off the Van Wick. They built another one down by like 170th. But the one on the Van Wick, right by that little train station, they got like the T-Mobile right there. I started going. I was getting off work 1.30, 2.30 in the morning. It was not fun for me because I was already tired. I was going to work from like 12 in the afternoon, getting off 1.30, 2.30 in the morning. Now I got a fun parking, going to gym, workout. You know, it was not fun at all. I had There were days I had to really push myself. And the crazy thing is for I forgot how long I wasn't really seeing results. I didn't start seeing results at that time during that period until I started to enjoy it. When I started to enjoy it, when I started looking forward to going to the gym, that's when I, that is, at that moment, that's when I started to see results, which is crazy to me. You know what I mean? It's, it's getting, I getting, there's been times I got out of shape, got right back in shape because of muscle memory. I've worked out off and on for many years, ever since high school. So but the crazy thing is at that time, at one point, I was literally looking at everything. I would say like a month in. I was looking at it like, yo, like I've been, fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm hitting, I'm hitting the dumbbells. Why am I not seeing more cut? Why am I not losing more weight? It's because the mental part held me back. 
I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't, enjoy, I wasn't enjoying the, the training process. I was not, and a lot, y'all might be listening, right? Y'all might be like, oh, product crazy, you don't know what I'm talking No, I know exactly what I'm talking about. I know exactly what the fuck I am talking about. You have to enjoy this shit. Find happiness in the training process. Any way you have to find happiness in it, you must find happiness in the training process. Now, it's not going to be easy. I'm going to keep it so real with y'all. There's going to be days you want to quit. You are going to want to give the fuck up. Yes, you might give up. You might quit. You might quit for a few months. You might quit for a year. Like, fuck this shit. I know people that did. I know I know people that did. I got a homeboy. He, he, he got his wife a, a gym membership. And one day he came to me. He said, I just canceled. I'm tired of spending this $19.99. I said, why? Yo, you got this shit for your wife. He was like, your fat ass don't go. He said, she went for one and quit. And I'm like, damn. Well, okay. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, though, you, we all need that push. See, the thing is, too, the funny thing about it, like I said, you, you have to find the happiness and you might need a, a person on the outside to help you find the happiness in that shit. Even though they might not be within the training process of what you're doing, sometimes you need somebody rooting for you on the outside. If you got somebody rooting for you on the outside, that might change your whole perspective on everything. You, you might have an end goal and end up going further than your end goal because you got somebody rooting for you on the outside. Yo, you need that push, man. You, if you, you, might, you might need that cheerleading like, brother, you, you, it might be a girl. It might be your wife. It might be your kids. It might be. Say, you know, say if your kids have seen daddy with a, a big ass gut, your kids is between 10 and 15. So for the last decade of their lives, they've seen their dad with a big ass fucking beer belly. Now daddy's going to the gym. He's picking them up from school looking like he's in shape. These kids might be the reason that you're doing that. And they might be the ones pushing you. They might be verbally pushing you to do this. Hey, daddy, you look good. Yeah, look at my dad. My dad is the one with the muscles <laughs> in the corner. Yo, I ain't go for it. It's, it's a whole different feeling. Like um, like I said, I've worked out off and on for years. When I would, like, when my kids was in elementary and I would be like the big brolic father in the schoolyard waiting for them. You know, all the other parents was kind of like, all right, let me, don't fuck with that kid right there because the father was crazy, which I was kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't big for nothing. I had hands too. So this is, these are like the things that I've experienced in life and I'm trying to pass them on to y'all. <laughs> I'm trying to, look, man. I know what the hell I be talking about. Some of y'all don't be listening. I be saying this sometimes. Y'all be wanting to debate with me, and I'm not debating back and forth with y'all. Due to my life experiences, and not to sound cocky, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, it's the boy Product. We will be right back with the Life of Product podcast. We have a message from Inca, our sponsor. We're going to come back with part two of the show, and we're going to kick that shit. Yeah, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. We're now back with the Life of Product podcast. Shouts out to Anchor for the sponsorship, man. You guys are doing right by the kid. You guys are doing right by the kid. I, I appreciate y'all, man. This is uh, episode 34. Episode 34 is titled, What Are You Training For? And I ask this to everyone listening. What, what are you training for and what have you trained for? Because you, like I said on the first part of the show, you might not realize, you might not have realized what you were training for. I've rapped for years. Ever since I was 12 years old, I started rapping when I was 12 years old. Before I started rapping, I was writing R&B songs. I wanted, I wanted to be a songwriter behind the scenes, which is crazy. I was 12 years old with this mindset. Um, I was writing poetry before that because I loved poetry. Started, started producing at like 20, 21, 22. Before that, I remember my mom's had this old organ. It was like an old dusty organ. I used to plug the organ up, make melodies, and write songs to it. You know, this is this is crazy. So I, like I said, you might be training for something and not even realize it's a training process. So when me rapping started rapping at twelve, when I was eighteen years old, this was when I started recording. I'm sorry, I, I recorded my first song in high school, but I was doing like 
Before that, I was doing like little tape decks and shit like that. So when I turned 18, I started going to studios regularly. Regularly, I was training for bigger things and didn't realize it. And you know what's crazy at that time? Um, wholeheartedly, I realized this recently, that everything I did or was doing was a training process. I was in training and I, I did not realize it. Yeah, I, I had my, my goal was to maybe get a deal or get a buzz independently run run my company corporate entertainment LLC yeah but i didn't realize that there was a bigger goal i was training for bigger things and i didn't realize this shit until last year last year is when i sat back and i said oh shit you know what it's not meant for me just to do that this was all a process leading up to bigger things by me doing music for years i built my connection i built a lot of connections from back home in New York, I built connections in Jersey. I built connections in North Carolina. I built connections in California. You understand what I'm saying? I had connections in ATL. So all of this was a was a was me training for something bigger. I developed a small fan base. You understand what I'm saying? I I developed a better business sense by by doing music and understanding the ins and outs. So what what me telling y'all that it was all a training process. I even went to college. I, co- I told y'all I went to college for a few years. I went for business. I did not graduate from college, but I did go for business. By me learning the ins and outs of certain types of business, I, business, I applied it to music. And I already had a lot of street hustle. I had a lot of street hustle growing up. You know what I'm saying? Thank God I was never a drug dealer. I would have been too fucking good at that shit. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm dead ass. Like, like I... Y- I almost came close to selling crack at one point. I, I, think I, t- I think I told y'all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Thank God I, I could talk about it because I ain't do it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't break the law. I ain't commit a crime and shit. But I came close to it. I thought about it. But thank God I never became a drug dealer because with me having the business sense, with me having the street sense and the street smarts and me already being tough, I would have been dope as fuck at it. That's a whole other story. But I, I thank God to this day I didn't do it. But I had a lot of street sense. And... Me going to school for business, um, I learned a lot of things as far as registering a business. Like I, I registered my business, I re LLC'd, I re-registered it years later, LLC'd it. I learned a lot about paperwork. See, that's that's another thing too, where I, I always notice there's always an imbalance for some reason. And hip hip hop in particular, there's a, a fucking imbalance. I've met people that were talented that wanted to work with other people, but didn't understand that it's a business. Business is a talent. You understand what I'm saying? I've met people that wanted to collab with dope artists, but wouldn't do it because they had management, which is crazy to me. It's fucking crazy. If that artist has management, that means it kind of a step over you. I had a manager at one point. He left out the music game. I've been managing myself ever since. I've reached out over years to other people to manage me, but they couldn't do it because they had other artists they were focusing on, which respectfully is all good. But just imagine if these people that were great managers got with me back then being a great artist with a business since we could have did some astrological shit. We could have did some astrological shit. But a lot of people don't understand this is a business. There is a lot of paperwork that goes into music. A lot. A lot of y'all be dropping records and don't even have the song fucking copywritten. Y'all don't a lot of y'all don't even understand how a copyright works. Y'all don't even it's crazy. And, and I'm, I'm telling y'all, I know I know for a fact a lot of y'all don't understand it because I used to run Craigslist ads and I used to set up copyright and ASCAP accounts for people. I used to charge like $80. You know what I'm saying? And I would set both accounts up. This was years ago. I, I've, I've done a few of them uh, as of recently, but I was doing it heavy 
back uh, somewhat years ago. And and I'm, I've met people with record labels. They had studios. They had two, three artists under their belt and did not understand that. And to me, that's the simplest part of the shit. You could literally go on ASCAP.com right now, register your song in five fucking minutes. You understand what I'm saying? So, so to me, it's like, damn. But this is why I tell people business is a talent. Where business is a talent, rapping is a talent, singing is a talent. And we all know a lot of y'all can't fucking do it. Y'all, y'all, y'all rap like shit. Y'all sing like shit. What have you have you really trained for this? Have y'all really who trained you? Real seriously. So with me saying business is a talent, and a lot of people don't understand it. You have to want if you don't understand something, you have to eventually take the steps to understand it. Now, there are no quote unquote colleges for hip hop, as to my knowledge. There might be like hip hop classes when you can learn, I guess, the the background of it. You can learn the history of it. I haven't seen a class to where they say, all right, this is hip hop business one on one. Maybe there is. I know there's like online courses where like different life coaches offer it and shit like that. That's great. But you have to put your best foot forward and learning it. Me, myself, right? That is what I did. Thank God we have the internet. Before before the internet was booming, I, I was literally reading books. I was going to Barnes and Nobles and reading books on music. I, on, on the business side, I remember buying a book called How to Start a Record Label. And I can't remember the name of the author, but it was written by an older white lady, middle-aged white lady in New York. And, and I think she wrote it in the late 90s. And she even had quotes from music industry people, she had a quote from Dame Dash or whatever. She had a quote from all these different people. So the lady, it started out as a challenge from her class. And she told, they were listening to hip hop. She said, hey, I can make music. I can do that. And it was like, no, you can't. She said, I bet you I can. She ended up making a dance record, got the dance record out. She was, this is back when they were doing vinyl, right? Vinyl and CDs or whatever, I believe. Sending CDs and vinyl out to different DJs, getting different clubs in New York City to play the shit. And as a result, she ended up writing a book on it, getting the book published. But you know what she did? She trained. It was a training process. She did her research. She sought out and spoke to different people that were industry heads that were levels above her to really learn the ins and outs of this shit. So with me reading books on this shit, then the internet buzzing, I was Yahoo and shit before there was Google. I was Googling information. I was on YouTube. Everything I needed to learn, I pretty much learned on myself. Now, there were times I got information from a few people or whatnot. That's great. Not a lot of people. I'm, and I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I would say, and I hate to say this, some of the most important, some of the most important information I've gotten on music business came from people I didn't even fucking know like that. Yeah, I said it. Now, I got people that gave me plugs. They gave me plugs on shit, but some of the most important information I got from people came from people I did not even know like that. And it's, it's, I hate to say it, but this is how it is sometimes. It is. So I had to learn how to copyright my own music. I had to learn how to go online and register my songs with ASCAP. There's a lot of other things that y'all don't know about, and I ain't going to drop y'all that knowledge. Some, some stuff I still charge for. You understand what I'm saying? I ain't going to get here and just keep dropping free jewels on y'all. That's cool, but you know what? You got to put that work in. You got to put that work in. And people don't understand that. So as I, as I said, what are you training for? I was training. Now with me training and doing music and learning business, I've moved into podcasting. Whereas I'm 34 episodes deep now with distribution. I'm kind of ahead and further than other people. I've had people hit me up. 
saying, yo, I don't even know where to start. Boom, boom, boom. All right, well, buy my packet. When I tell them to buy my packet, the packet is cheap. You can get the packet for a small price. It won't even break your pocket. They don't want to do it. They'll still say, oh, well, you know, I'm going to just look it up. We should have fucking did that before you hit me up. Why you want, Why you ain't do that? Why didn't you put the work in? Everybody wants to backdoor things. You can't backdoor shit. You got to kick the front door open like Biggie and wave the four fucking four. You got to do that. If 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 you got to you you got to let these people that's watching you know I am here to rock out. You have to let them know I am here to rock out. I trained for this. I am here to rock out. So with me training in music now and and, and everything like that and I told y'all I even had a magazine at one point. I've been wholeheartedly training myself for media wholeheartedly as a full spectrum. And I realized this shit last year. I, it literally came to me in my head one day and I literally sat back like, wow, I did not look at it like that. Like I said, I am now 34 episodes deep in the podcast, 34 episodes deep. And I love y'all for the support and everything like that. Gia, it's the boy product. You rocked out with the life of product podcast episode 34. What are you training for? Before you finish, one, no, not before, I'm sorry. Once you finish and once you listen to this podcast, I want you to look at yourself in the mirror and say, what am I training for? Then I want you to ask yourself, what is my end goal? And if you can't figure it out at that moment, it's okay. Ask yourself tomorrow. Ask yourself the next day. You keep asking yourself until you fucking get it because you will get it. If I was able to figure out and get it, you'll be able to get it. I'm out, baby. Gia.